Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Friday the 13th of May. Oh, my God. Friday the 13th. Bad things happen on Friday the 13th, but because you're listening to this podcast, only good things will happen. For today's deep dive, we're going to be talking to Maddie and Sophie from Your Own Good Company. I'm going to give you three clues to what we're talking about. Tacos, unicorns, and Gucci. Until then, Zara, what is making headlines this morning? Can confirm it's none of those things, but yesterday on the campaign trail, both Scott Morrison and Anthony Albanese reinforced their strong stances on China after China's ambassador to Australia published a column in the AFR arguing China's rise should not be seen as a threat to Australia. A Queensland superyacht tour operator has been arrested as he allegedly attempted to flee Australia to Singapore three days after a scuba diver was found dead and $20 million worth of cocaine was discovered in Newcastle. The man was charged with importing a large commercial quantity of a border-controlled drug. North Korean state media has reported the country's first ever case of COVID-19, calling the situation a major national emergency. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un subsequently ordered lockdown measures in all cities and directed the distribution of medical supplies the government had reportedly stocked in case of a COVID emergency. And today's good news, new Barbie dolls will be released in June that the company says will help children see themselves reflected more accurately. The range includes the brand's first ever Barbie with a hearing aid and a Ken doll with a skin condition. Joined by Maddie and Sophie from You're in Good Company on this Friday morning where only eight days out from a federal election. And it's probably a good time to not talk strictly about the election. Now, I'll start with you, Maddie. I was watching a series called We Crash the other week and they talked about unicorns. And they said the problem with unicorns is that they don't exist. Is that true in the business world? Well... Funny you ask that. This week it was announced that one of Guzmani Gomez's investors, Magellan Financial Group, has agreed to a deal to sell its 11.6% stake in the company for $140 million. The sale price equates the fast food chain's total value to $1.2 billion, making it, like you said, Australia's latest startup to claim unicorn status. So what is a unicorn? A unicorn is a term used to describe a privately held startup company with a value of over $1 billion. So when the term was first coined, it was said that it's called a unicorn because just like the mythical creature, the statistical rarity of such a successful business venture is improbable, but not impossible. Now, hopefully I'm not the only person to discover this morning that apparently unicorns do exist. But according to Failery, Guzmani Gomez joins just six other Australian startups with this lofty status at the moment, including Canva, AirwallX and Culture Amp. So why don't we see more unicorns? Is it because when a company gets that big, they tend to list on the stock market? That's exactly right, Sam. So usually for a company to have that much value, it would be associated with a public listing. And on that topic, prior to getting the Magellan investment, Guzmani Gomez was actually planning an IPO. 
This was put on ice after the volatility that the business experienced during COVID-19, but the CEO has previously said that he wants people that love Guzmani Gomez to have the ability to own it. So if you are a fan of the Mexican fast food chain, I know it kept me fed for a solid few years during uni, he is hoping an ASX listing isn't too far away. It's clear that everybody loves a taco and a burrito. Interesting to see that tacos and burritos is a billion dollar business. Not say I'm totally surprised because because I had the same university habits as you, Maddie. <laughs> Sophie, I want to turn to you now. We have had a few really good chats over the last year or so about cryptocurrencies. And actually, I brought it up on Wednesday's podcast about the stock market that crypto is taking as much of a hit as traditional markets. Tell me about that. Why is that happening to this unique asset class? Yeah, well, it's actually such an interesting discussion because there's been a group of people, you know, over this whole cryptocurrency journey who have said that cryptocurrencies should be independent from the stock market and from factors such as inflation. And a lot of people have been predicting that it would be a hedge against the stock market, meaning it would trend in the opposite direction. But over the past couple of years, we've actually seen this to be proven false. You know, in the 2020 March dip in the stock market, we saw cryptocurrencies fall by 57%. We then saw a monumental bull run over 2020 and 2021. And now it's falling again. And on Monday dipped below $30,000 USD with the fears of rising inflation, geopolitical crisis and rising interest rates. So what you're telling me there is that it's kind of almost now tied to traditional markets. Is that because people like you and me are getting more familiar with the technology and buying up crypto? Or is that more of the kind of top end of town? It's a tough one to tell because cryptocurrencies haven't been around for a long time, so it's hard to see these trends. But I think at the end of the day, people have their money invested in this. And when they see volatility in the broader economic market, it means that this asset class is experiencing the same. And so despite this volatility and despite the shaky grounds of traditional markets now being reflected in this once weird but now very mainstream type of asset, why are major companies around the world still embracing it? It's definitely twofold. You know, on the one hand, we've had someone like Gucci, a high-end fashion brand, come out and say that they're going to accept cryptocurrencies as payment. And we're seeing a bit of a wider trend with luxury brands doing so. And I think, you know, specifically for them, the cost of living is rising and people have less discretionary income and luxury items are going to be put on the back burner. So for them, they're really trying to retain customers in an economic environment where the demand for their products is going to slow. But on the other hand, for other companies, because Gucci is definitely not alone in this, we have the likes of Whole Foods, Starbucks, Microsoft, the list goes on, who are accepting cryptocurrency payments. And for them, it's really trying to appeal to a new customer base who believe in the value of cryptocurrency. It's fascinating that you can now buy a handbag with cryptocurrency. And it's also, I find it really interesting that it's that luxury goods market that seems to be embracing crypto faster than non-luxury goods. That's a really interesting indication of which brands really see crypto as, as the path forward. Maddie and Sophie, thank you so much for joining us today on The Daily Oz. We're only a week out from a federal election. I wanted to ask you guys on a different note, how are you feeling about the election? I have been consuming a lot of TDA content. I am probably the biggest fan that you have of No Silly Questions. I've listened to every episode multiple times. So I'm probably feeling the most excited that I ever have heading into an election, to be honest. 
And I would be the same. I feel like this is the election that I've been the most informed. All I do is listen to podcasts, watch videos. Previously, I haven't been as engaged, but I feel like content is so accessible now. So I'm pretty excited as well. Two delightful, engaged people (laughs) ready to vote. Good luck. Have a democracy sausage and enjoy the process. (laughs) That's all we've got time for this week on The Daily Oz. We'll be back Monday for the final countdown in the lead up to the federal election. Next week, we're doing something a little bit different with our podcast. We're going to be previewing the five big policy areas, one per day, and giving you the cheat sheet so that when you walk up to that booth, you can know exactly what you're doing. Until then, have a fantastic weekend and we'll speak to you on Monday. Happy Friday.